listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Here, these are conversations that will differentiate you from your competition. Now, if you don't want to be different than your competition, probably should just go ahead and shut this off. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Like when we audit the mod and get and do the mod master and and give them the actionable items that they can that they can do in order to lower their cost of risk. This is Power Producers Shop Talk. Production redefined. Reasonable and what wasn't. And and I think that you know, that's, that's spot on. And, you know, these people that we're talking with don't necessarily understand what their exposures are and what they can even do about them, um, you know, when they're uncovered. So I, I do like that what we're able to provide is something tangible, action items that they can do. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Power Producers Shop Talk, episode eight. Ocho. The Ocho, where we're going to talk about free online tools that producers should be using. Yes. Ooh, ah. <laughs> There's a ton of them out there. I mean, it, it's crazy, man. And, and, you know, I like to think I know about a lot of them. <laughs> Right. I'm and, sure there's way more that we don't utilize. I, oh, I feel like we use a fair amount, but there's there's got to be more out there. Maybe some maybe listeners can can school us and give us some some stuff that we don't know about. Yeah, here's what I would tell you. If you've got any really good ones that we don't talk about, pop me an email at david at killingcommercial.com and give me your little trick of the trade for a free online tool. And in return, I will send you a Power Producers t-shirt. Nice. Everybody's wearing them. I'm wearing one as we speak. I like to rip the sleeves and neck out of them and go guns when I wear my power producers. And neck? What do you mean? How are you going to rip the neck out of it? You just you take a, a pair of scissors and you cut the neck and make it make, make it a V make it a V neck. Listen, man, when you go to deep throw, v? when you go to throw steel at the gym, you're not going in there with a ring neck and no sleeves. You got to rip the neck out too to make it look <laughs> rugged. Uh, that's awesome. That's at least, that's my strategy. Yeah. I'm sure that works very well. Um, I I would say the one that I use probably the most, I had used it in the past, but I've used it much more since, um, you know, since I've been here with Florida risk is, is reference USA. I think that's a, a crucial one. I mean, there's so many different things that you can, glean from that website. It, it's kind of crazy. Um, but you've got to have a library card, right? You've got to have a, that, that's how you access it. Um, you know, and, and once you're in there, it's, it's pretty easy. Like you can search by a whole number of different things, but dude, it is so much better than it was when I first started in this industry, 16, 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like we I'm could, sure. we couldn't, we could not do, all of the search parameters and everything. Like when I was recording the prospecting videos for killing commercial, I was going through and talking about reference USA and showing people how to use it. And I had this like epiphany moment 
where I realized, holy crap, man, I don't even have to buy leads lists. I can just do them all in here now. It's instant, actually faster than what I could go to Fiverr and get the lists for. Right. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I'm pulling it up right now just because I even forget about some of the some of the different ways you can do it. I mean, they've got the quick search and then you got the advanced search where you can, you know, kind of um, hone in on on. A, there's like there's like twenty thirty. There's more than that. There's like fifty different ways that you can you can search on here. But typically, the way I'll use it is I'll just you know as I'm doing my research, getting ready for prospecting, marketing jobs, what have you. I'm I'm looking them up by company name. Uh, the other thing that's that's really good to do as well is um, is looking it up by like owner name or executive name because it's going to bring up any other businesses that they own. You do the same thing on Sunbiz, which is obviously another free uh, you know resource for, for everybody to use. But, um, yeah. And for it, those of you that aren't in Florida, I realize there's some different stuff that goes on in different States, but Sunbiz is the website for the department of state in Florida, this, the, where we can go the secretary of state rather. And that's where businesses file. And we have the ability to go in and it'll give us the registered agent name, the officers of the company, the FEIN. I know that some States are squirrely about giving out FEINs, uh, we can get them, and it makes it really mm-hmm. easy when you go in and search again in Reference USA. You're going to get a list of officers. You're also going to get that in Sunbiz. It allows you to cross reference to make sure you know to see who's there, who's on both, and who's not. But the other thing is, you can also go into Sunbiz and search by uh, somebody's name. And as a result of doing that, you're going to get literally everything they're attached to. So a lot of times mm-hmm. you're going to find out that they own properties and they have an LLC for each of their properties that's registered on Sunbiz. You're going to find that they um, are working with charities or nonprofits or have foundations or trusts. I mean, we just I, Raphael just wrote an account uh, a couple of weeks ago. And when we went in and started, I, I went in and started digging around just to try and help him, you know, put that thing on the books. I noticed that the buildings uh, were listed in the name of trusts, and mm-hmm. those trusts were not declared anywhere on the prior policies. So um, it ended up being a, a nice find for us. And it helps you, you know, there's a lot of business owners aren't going to tell you anything. It, it's like going into a freaking deposition, man. <laughs> If you don't ask the don't question, ask, don't tell, they're not yeah. going to volunteer the information to you. And I mean, right. that, that makes it difficult but when you have resources like this. It's a whole lot easier to formulate the questions you're going to totally. ask. I, I found like people who have large yachts that are in an LLC or, you know, all kinds That's of where stuff. I put all my large yachts is, is LLCs. Yeah. I mean, when when I formed Prestige Worldwide, that's exactly <laughs> what I decided I was going to do. Uh, but, but so you know, Reference USA, man. I mean, like you type in you type in the business name, and if you, you know if it if it pulls up under that, you've got all the business demographics. You, it, it pulls an approximation on their employees um, per location, and then their total, as well as what uh, what type of business it is you know, the, the sale estimated sales volume. Um, what else is in here? How, like when they, when the company was established square footage, if it's a home business or not, um, sometimes it'll have their credit rating. 
you know, the FEIN is in there. Like it, I mean, it's crazy and you can, this is all on one page. So you want to talk about not wasting a bunch of time when you're doing your research for, for prospecting. There you go. You know, I'm pretty sure too. The other thing that's on there is, um, UCC filings against the business from the uniform, uh, uniform commercial, uh, credit code, commercial credit code. Where um, they, so for example, if they've taken out a loan on a piece of equipment, a lot of time, or they take out, you know, working capital or whatever else, then the company that gave them the money or the financing will file a UCC lien against them to perfect their interest in that property as collateral. That's good to know. If you go in and there's a bunch right. of UCC filings, it's not necessarily that it's a, it, it's a bad account. But it's questions to ask, you mm-hmm. know, and, and there's maybe some red flags as to why do you have so many UCC filings? It does, it, UCC stuff. filings is in here. It's down at the bottom. You have to expand it. And right below that is another thing that's that's huge too, nearby businesses. I yeah. mean, especially if you're getting ready to do drops, which I know that we're going to hey, talk who, about. Who doesn't love a nearby business? Yeah. I, I for one love nearby businesses. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that's definitely useful too, that I'm sure we'll talk about on our, um, episode for marketing drops, but anyhow, reference USA, huge. I mean, it pulls up phone number. Um, like I said, all their different locations, pretty, um, pretty extensive stuff that you can do here. And it's just all in one spot, easy access. Yeah, and you know what? Even if your library doesn't have Reference USA, they probably have some online business database. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have that, guess what? Go to a big city or another city around you whose library has it and get a library card. Right. This is all online, right? So just go get a library card, make the sacrifice. It's not a big deal, but go get your library card and and sign up for it and you'll have access to it too. Now, I don't want anybody thinking that we're sitting here preaching that Reference USA is 100% accurate. No. It's not. No, but it gives you it gives you a lot of good information for the most part. I would I would say it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like eighty percent accurate. From yeah, I would from, say eighty percent is probably fair. Yeah, I, I mean, in my experience, it's been it's been pretty close. Um, at, at least close enough to where it's not going to make a huge difference in any conversation I'm having with them. So, Reference USA, and I don't want to beat this horse any longer, but that's kind of where I came up with my quick and dirty rule for how to gauge the revenue on an account, right? Because I've always said that if you look at an account for every million they have in sales, you can guarantee there's going to be at least a thousand dollars in agency revenue, right? Mm -hmm. So if I want 50,000 in agency revenue, I need to be prospecting companies with 50 million a year in sales. Here's what I know. I never miss low. Like I've got accounts that do that, that right. I write right now that do 20 million a year in sales, but are 75 to a hundred thousand dollars sure. in agency revenue. So it's not like you're, there's been one time in my entire career where that thing, has, that quick and dirty has not worked for me. It was really kind of interesting, but it was a company that had $400 million in sales and the revenue was like 5,000 bucks on the insurance program because they, they handled cancer delivery drugs and all they were was the middleman 
So they had all kinds of hold harmless agreements and all of this stuff and carried no product liability whatsoever. I was out. Like, right. I was out. So another good one, um, once we get some information from them or if we have, uh, you know, contact info that I use is called mailtester.com basically verifies if their email is correct. Some people are trying to be slick on the phone and they'll give you a bogus email address. I, uh, I punch it in on, not uh, past, not getting past the beard. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, I, I don't, I don't play that. So I'll, I'll go to mailtester.com and just, you can, all you do is punch in their email address, click on, I'm not a robot and check the address. And if it's a, a valid address it shows up green and good to go and if it's not it'll be red or uh orange or whatever the color is some 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 of them won't let you validate um you know like the server won't let it happen or whatever but most of the time you can you can get through and it's just a good way especially if you've got a bunch of people in your database maybe you haven't been in touch with you know in 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 a while could be a new contact person or you just want to kind of verify information that you've got i use this um you know quite a bit just to make sure that I have the right info before I send out some emails or try to get in touch with that person. Yeah. So here's a fun little trick too. This is not a free online resource, but it is free advice. I was talking to uh, our buddy, Ricky Hader yesterday afternoon. Mm. and We we were talking about um, actually talking about mail tester. And one of the things that we were, we were discussing was, gatekeepers and the fact that they're not willing to necessarily give you the email address on the decision maker. So the pivot is, you know what? I understand you have a job to do to protect them. Could you just, how about you give me your email address? I'll send the information to you. You can review it. (laughs) Then they cough up the nomenclature of the email. you You can go in and rebuild it to give you the person's the, the, the decision maker's email address, slap it into mail tester and boom, you've got it. So Dude, you know, what if there's a bunch of gatekeepers that are infiltrating and listening to our podcast? Now we're screwed. Not at all because I just had some sub subliminal, sub subliminal messaging in everything I just said that will force them to actually give us the, <laughs> the, the decision maker's email on based on how they will react. Got it. Yeah, but I mean, I think, again, you got to be quick on your feet, man. You have to have street smarts. And look, I'm not saying that gatekeepers aren't smart. Lord knows I've run into some world-class gatekeepers. Oh, yeah. But but if you have them on the phone and you pivot that quick, guess what? Chances are they're going to spit that information out because you're letting them feel like they're in control of a process. Exactly. While you're doing the old end around on them the whole time. Yep. Yep, that's that. I mean, that's that. That's a good move for sure. I like that. Yeah, one of the ones that I think that people often overlook, you know, is Google. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think, (laughs) but but I think one one of the things that that people overlook, and and if you Google a company, and you or or even if you Google the name of the person you're meeting or the officers or officer of the company, you're going to find that you can get a hold of their political donations. I think that's a huge thing to know when you're going into a meeting. Um, Not because I'm, you know, Johnny politics and I'm looking to go in and and lay out my political views in the first meeting, but it allows me to know 
of certain things. Not to say, I, maybe. <laughs> yeah, definitely not going to say. And the thing is, man, it doesn't matter if it's right wing, left wing, whatever else. You're simply West wing. Not, yeah, you're going to avoid having that conversation and having other conversations that are sort of like the one off that you know that person might find offensive. So mm-hmm. when I make notes for a meeting, I don't know. Generally, my strategy is to go in and offend someone immediately. Oh, you ju- you just go in wearing your MAGA hat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my MAGA. Yeah, that hat. would be that would be awesome. I'm sure, and, right? And well, re- and well received as you're walking through the parking lot. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that. But I think that's a big one. Is is looking at it? And the other thing, it, it doesn't even just necessarily political contributions have to be disclosed, but you can also find charitable contributions maybe to religious organizations or to nonprofits. And, you know, those are all good things to know because it can help spawn conversation you otherwise might not have had with them. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, and and this is kind of obvious stuff, but like your, you know, Facebook and all the social media is is great places to gather information, especially these days. Um, but I think one that may be a little underutilized or, or only used when dealing with certain lines of coverage, maybe the, uh, property appraiser website for the County. I use that. I use that quite a bit. I think that's a good resource. I have found that it's some, some County websites have, have better, uh, I guess, ease of navigation than others um, when you're when you're looking for these properties but there's tons of information on there who owns the property you know obviously the square footage and all the characteristics of the building and everything but um, that's something that you can kind of just keep in your back pocket when you're going in and, and talking with people if you're going in and talking about comp or auto or something else it's good to have knowledge of what's going on with their with their building and the property that they have. Yeah, I mean, property appraisers' websites are gold most of the time. Another one that's actually good to go to, in addition to the property appraisers, the tax collector. Mm-hmm. You can go to the tax collector's website and you can find all kinds of things out there as well. But again, it goes back to stuff people own or are involved in, but you can find tax bills on all of that. You know, in, in most states, you know, one of the ones, again, that we use just religiously is from the, yeah, the department of financial services website with specifically using the, the workers comp database. And, you know, that's a godsend. I mean, we can, we have the ability to pull the name of every company who has a workers compensation policy renewing in a specific month and a specific County. And then once you go in there and you get that list, you can export that to an Excel spreadsheet that will also show you the actual date that it, it that it, um, you know, expires. And you can search, you can do, you, right. Yeah. It has all of that. I mean, the, the department of financial, financial services, I, when I said I use reference USA the most, I might've misspoke. I use, I use the proof of coverage probably the most. I use Sunbiz and I go straight from Sunbiz to the department of financial services and look up their comp. Then I go to reference USA to kind of help, verify or bolster the information that I have, but not only you, you can search just the um, like you can put in a date range for mm-hmm. looking up their workers comp. You can any, anything that renews or expires in, in March, you pull it up and, it, and it's got 
hundreds right there. And like you said, it's got the carrier, it's got all that stuff. So then we can go and, you know, kind of filter out the stuff that's not going to be in our wheelhouse and start looking up mods that, you know, we have, um, determined that, you know, might be a good fit for us. Yeah. What's sort of been uh, entertaining to me is when I talk to people in killing commercial about, um, having that same resource in their state and they always say, we don't have that here. I'd say, sure you do. I bet Almost they do. Every, every, every state. And then we go in and I start, you know, digging through Google or whatever else. And in two minutes, show them this massive resource that they never knew existed from a workers comp perspective. And I mean, all it's you should almost have to identical do is search. to what Florida has. Yeah. I'm sure all you have to do is just go and search department of financial services, state, whatever, whatever your state is. And it should generate oh, some sort of database. If I go to, if I'm in Georgia, I type in Georgia workers comp, <laughs> Texas workers comp. Right. And it's usually one of the top, you know, one of the top things once you get past the ads from everybody, yeah. you know, or pouring themselves out to sell you workers comp. Right. But if you if you go down a few notches, the the websites are so massive and retain so much information that they rank, you know, for for search engines. Do you have any other ones? Those are pretty much the main ones I use. I can't really think of any other off the top of my head. Like I said, I start with Sunbiz or wherever I can verify the business, you know, ownership and location, all that FEIN, that sort of thing. And then I move straight to the proof of coverage to verify that info, who they're with, when it expires, and see all their other history too. Because I mean, if, I, w- I want to see if they're jumping around from carrier to carrier. And then I go to Reference USA and then just kind of fr- from there, I'm just trying to get additional info and other places. But th- th- that's it for me, really. Here's, here's a fun little website that I like to go to that many don't that have has provided me with some great stories over the years. It's a little site called the County Arrest website where you go to the <laughs> sheriff's department for that county and you can look up arrest records and actually get mug shots, at least in Hillsborough and Pinellas and some of the others you can, get mug shots of people who have been arrested for a variety. Are you using of- that just to blackmail people into into appointments? <laughs> Listen, I'm not going I'm not even going to like candy coat this man. I I I was concerned about whether or not I need to be packing heat when I went to a meeting to collect a down payment on a roofing company shortly after Florida risk opened up and your, your boy Scotty Grimes knows all about this account because he was involved in it. But I was concerned and he, and he knows this story too, but um, we went to the rest website and the, the, there was this whole issue where the dude kept giving us problems for giving us his license to be a roofer. And it was because his daughter had not finished the test. So his daughter was the one that was going to get the roofing license, even though this guy had been roofing for 30 years Hmm. and his daughter was going to sit for the test and we couldn't figure out what the deal was. And I found out the guy had a felony, right? So Mm. I go in and and sometimes, man, you don't want to know this stuff, right? You're better off just going in and flying blind. But basically this dude had a felony because he came home one night and walked in to his wife and some dude on the couch going at it. And he removed a samurai sword from the wall in the living room and went after them with it and made contact. That's awesome. So when I walked in, I was looking for, A, is this guy wearing a trench coat? 
which he was not. So there was no hidden sword. But I'm just like, holy cow, man. You know, this is, this is, um, I, yeah, I packed You can't make that up. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know. I had, I had my old uh, Ruger LCR in my pocket for that one. I'm just going to start looking up everyone's arrest records moving forward. Any you meeting. Sir, you, sir, will be very surprised if he's no, been arrested. I'm sure. It's crazy. Like, I, I, I literally, I've not done it in a while, but because the velocity of my meetings has gone down. But um, for a while there, it was every single person. And, you know, I would tell you, I probably had a 30% hit rate. (laughs) That's, that's huge. Most of them are DUI. Very high. Yeah. Most of them them are drinking and driving or disorderly conduct. They did something stupid at Gasparilla and got hauled in or whatever else. But, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting when you start digging through it. It's easy to do at Gasparilla. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm very aware of that. I mean, you know, when you go into the appointment, like, oh, yeah, man, when I was on cell block six, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good grief. It's crazy. I'm trying to think if there's any more of my go tos outside of that. I mean, not with, freebie ones. I mean, we've talked and uh, about well, I mean, how, the thing is, we could talk about Facebook. We could talk about LinkedIn. Everybody we knows talk that. about Instagram and Twitter. I'm talking more about things that you can go to that are really going to give you some meat, right? Uh, on each of you know each of these accounts. As yeah, you go but in. it's like you said. I mean, everybody everybody's going to Google and go to Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. I, you know, we wanted to kind of give people a little bit of. Uh, you know, where we can find some more inside info and specifics about the business that they may or may not really know are available to them. So, yep. Nope. I agree. And the only other thing I would add to it is maybe look at Google and Yelp and all of those places for reviews, see how the reviews are written number yeah. one. And, but more importantly, how, how do they respond to them? I don't expect any company out there to continuously have five-star reviews. There's too many internet trolls out there. It's not whether you get a bad review or not. It's how you respond to it and pivot off of it. And, you know, frequency. I mean, how many? Like if if they've got a bunch of one star reviews and their, you know, overall rating is a two, well, then that's not good. Yeah. Not a good, not a good person, person to be dealing with. Would not recommend to a friend. I have a, a, an appreciation though, for somebody who can take a negative review and turn it into a positive based on an epic response. So, you know, I, I, I like that. And that actually becomes a point of conversation when you go in. So again, people, if you have any good tools that you want to share and hit us up, yeah, just email David at killingcommercial.com. Tell me what you're doing. We'll mention you, give you credit for it on a future episode of shop talk. Give me your address and t-shirt size, and we will get a power producer's t-shirt out to you until next time we are out see you you've been listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes